0: Kevin and Matt. Here's your coffee! On the Morning X. Drink, Drink your, your
1: coffee! Getting jacked up on caffeine this morning. It's yeah. 104.9 The Morning X with Kevin and Matt, and guess what? Happy
0: birthday, happy birthday,
1: whoop-dee-doo, whoop-dee-doo. May your day be pleasant. Open up your present just for you, just for you. Yeah. That's, uh. Is it Binky the Clown? Binky the Clown from The Garfield Show singing happy birthday to Mr. Yeah. Matt Hall. I'm super old. Do you like your birthday? I don't I don't mind it. I don't but I don't look forward to it. You know, like if, if you know it's my birthday I get a present, then then great. If not, fine. Yeah, right. It's, we're not ten anymore. So we don't go, Ooh, my birthday <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At what age does the birthday party stop where you go and get party favors? As a matter of fact, it becomes more effed up. If you have a birthday clown at your party when you get older. That would be weird. <laughs> like if you went to Matt's birthday party today and there was a clown there. Happy
2: birthday, happy birthday, whoop-dee-doo, whoop dee do. Oh.
1: Most uh, <laughs> adult birthday parties happen at a bar now. And if there's a clown at your birthday party at age 44, they better be taking their clothes off. Oh, yeah, for sure. To music. A sexy clown. Yeah, right. There better be a I've sexy clown. I've never seen a sexy clown before. Some other things that we mentioned a few earlier, some other things that are now as old as Matt. Oh, God. Um, The movie, these are movies. Uh, The movie Caddyshack, 1980. Oh, that's a great movie. Directed by Harold Ramis, Caddyshack. Uh, The Blues Brothers movie, 1980. Directed by John Landis, of course, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Mm -hmm. and John Candy. We're in a truck. (laughs) John Candy's in that movie? (laughs) Yeah, he was like the police officer. Oh, yeah. Orange whip, orange whip, that's John Candy. He shows up a lot. Movie Elephant Man. uh, The movie Airplane came out in 1980. Classic slapstick comedy. Yeah. Raging Bull. Oh yeah, starring De Niro. De Niro, directed by um, Robert Zemeckis. I don't know. No, uh, Martin <laughs> Scorsese. Okay, sorry. Matt's Matt's strategy is just name a director. <laughs> yeah, a- <laughs> Back to the Future, I believe. And yeah. uh, The Shining came out in 1980 as oh, well. Nice. Yeah, we mentioned we mentioned Empire Strikes Back, but The Shining, uh, starring Jack Nicholson, and directed by. Uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yes, nice job. No, Stanley Kubrick was the director <laughs> yeah, of The Shining know. Movie, written by uh, no Stephen King book. Was, ah, kind of, another basically. year around the sun. Congratulations. We're uh, accepting your text messages to say happy birthday to Mr. Matt Hall 815 2104 This one says happy birthday, Matt, and also to Theodore Michael Hillier-Peterson, who was born at 2.10 a.m. Congrats, Pam. Oh, a new baby today. Oh, look at that. I hope I said the name right. What was the name again? Uh, Theodore Michael Hillier-Peterson. I like that name. Yeah. Yeah. I like Theodore. You don't hear that a lot anymore. You don't. I like it. That's a good name. Are we going- Is it it going to be a Teddy? (laughs) A Ted? Would you like to tell the state line the name of your child or no? Oh, yeah, sure. Fine, yeah. Kevin, over the week, I, big, I was going to say big news for you over the weekend. I can make an announcement now, officially. Uh, yeah. The cat's out of the bag. We're going to have a boy. Aw. And uh, we're going to name him Oliver. Oliver, that's a great name. That's right. And yes, before you start spouting off, I know that Oliver Wood is a Harry Potter character. I know. <laughs> I know that already. We didn't do that on purpose, but I don't mind it either. Did you know that going in? I didn't. It? No, I didn't. Okay. No, no, no. I, I Actually, we just like that name. And... Uh, we got a, We had a little Oliver coming. Is he like uh, Harry's best friend or something in the movie, or I, who is Oliver Wood? <sighs> God, you're making me. You're making me reveal my nerdiness. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know the movies. Oliver Wood was a Quidditch captain for Gryffindor in the first movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Huffle the Hufflepuff champion.
0: One zero four nine. One zero four nine. It is a live show. God, God help, help Oliver. The Morning X with Kevin, Kevin and Matt.
1: Kevin and Matt, and we're gonna do a little thing here because we've been playing around with Chat GPT. Yeah. If you don't know what this is, this is the AI thing online. You can ask it questions. It'll help you out. Like, you know, it's kind of like the new way to Google things uh, because it can, it can do a lot. Yeah, and we figure before AI becomes our lord master, we might as well have some fun with it. Yeah, so what you could do with ChatGPT, one of the many things you could do is you can ask it to write things for you. Uh, it, you could tell it a scenario, and it will write a script from a TV show. Last week, we did a Seinfeld. Like We told it, hey, what would a Seinfeld episode sound like if they were arguing about Hamburger Helper? And it wrote a whole script. It was crazy. It, it was crazy how, like... They know the show Seinfeld well enough to make it sound like Seinfeld, and it did it in like five seconds. Yeah. That was a scary part. Yeah, do it for yourself on on OpenAI ChatGPT. It's <laughs> yeah. it's really cool. But we what we decided to do was to uh, write little monologues. Have have Chat ChatGPT write monologues based on our, our favorite actors, or comedians, and stuff like that. So I typed in, and we got to do some more of these after today. But uh, I typed in, "What would Matthew McConaughey?" Or, or what if Matthew McConaughey worked at McDonald's what speech would he give right. and this is all chat gpt i did not write any of this uh, this is all them uh, and this is what they came they started with all right all right all right which right that's the matthew mcconaughey equivalent of like doing arnold schwarzenegger and you go ah, 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 like all right all right all right that's the matthew mcconaughey version well of everybody that. knows that right. all right all right all right right so here's here's what chat gpt came up with for matthew mcconaughey if he worked at mcdonald's this is the speech he would give here we go. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. How's it going, fellow fry enthusiasts and burger aficionados? I'm here to talk to you about a little thing we call the Golden Arches, the highway to flavor town, if you will. You know, life is a lot like a Happy Meal. It's got surprises, it's got choices, and sometimes you just got to unwrap it and see what's inside. Now, you might be wondering, McConaughey, what are you doing behind the counter? Well, my friends, I'm here to tell you that sometimes you got to flip more than just burgers in life. You see I started out flipping patties just like you but there's something about the sizzle of those burgers, the aroma of the fries that speaks to the soul. It's like poetry in motion, man. You're not just serving food. You're serving experiences. That is fantastic. It wrote all of that. It did and it really knew, it really knew those Matthew McConaughey nuances, didn't it? That sounds honestly, <laughs> if I went to McDonald's and Matthew McConaughey was serving me a burger, that's exactly what I would expect him to say. Yeah, and would you ask him, what are you doing behind the counter at McDonald's? Because I would. I'm preparing for a movie role. It's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> right, right. That's what I like about burgers. I get older. <laughs> <It's> Say <insane>, me. <man. laughs> So so Matt has also come up with something. What do you got? Yeah, I just typed in, uh, what if uh, Roddy Dangerfield... Write a, uh, write a Roddy Dangerfield bit about Mountain Dew. <laughs> okay. Matt's favorite beverage, Mountain I love Dew. Mountain Dew. And it is Matt's birthday, and he got a giant bucket I, of Mountain I, I Dew did. Uh, for his birthday I, today. I appreciate that yes, yeah, Chelsea. So. so, Okay, so it, like Matthew McConaughey, it gives you the, uh, I don't get no respect. That's how it starts. Sure, right. All right, so all right, this all is, right. This is just a little paragraph here that says, he goes, I don't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> you never... You ever notice the color of
0: Mountain Dew? It's like neon green. I don't know if I'm drinking a soda or a science experiment. I asked the guy at the convenience store, I said, hey, is this Mountain Dew or nuclear waste? And he shrugged his shoulders and goes, same difference. (laughs) That's what it wrote.
1: (laughs) That's better than anything I could have come up with. Yeah. The the only thing I would do to to fix that punchline a little bit would be is you ask the guy behind the counter, is this Mountain Dew or toxic waste? And he goes, yes. He said, sure. He goes, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's not a bad Rodney Dangerfield. You got the cadence down. Yeah, you got to be and uh, I've had a tie to. We're to not. Move. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you can always do the tie. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, so uh, maybe we, give us some scenarios because I've, I've also set up where I could do, uh, I've asked it to write out what if Hulk Hogan was the host of a cooking show. Oh, geez. Um, we could do that at some point. That's but funny. If, if you got an idea for us to ask Chad GP to do, we'll try and do the voices and. Uh, uh, you know, if you got one, let us know. It's scary how accurate that is though. It, it really isn't is. it? It really is. Like that's definitely what Matthew McConaughey would say. Especially McConaughey. Yeah, and who knows, maybe Dangerfield already has a Mountain Dew bit. He might. <laughs> he might. Who knows? <laughs> it's the same difference. Uh. Yay, fun with AI on the Morning X.
0: 1049. Bend over and take it off the tailpipe! The Morning X.
1: I saw this, man. I thought that hey, you might might find this humorous. I find it humorous for probably a different reason than you would. Um, But this story says uh, there was a delivery driver, uh, a door dasher or something similar to that, who was dropping off an order to a house of a nine-inch Texas barbecue-style pizza, Mm -hmm. uh, double chocolate ice cream waffle with chocolate sauce and a Dr. Pepper. And they left a a message on the receipt. You know, you type in instructions for delivery, whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This says, not quietly. I'm supposed to be on a diet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could totally relate to that because there is a certain guilt this this means that this person's married and mm-hmm. that their spouse is monitoring what they eat because they're supposed to be being healthier. Yeah. I could totally relate to that because I want to I sometimes hide what I eat. Now, do you um, hide evidence? Like, if you're going to eat like a slice of pizza on the way home or a burger, you throw the wrapper at a different gas station or way or something. Well, yeah, like that. I'll throw it out in the trash can when I get home instead of inside the house, <laughs> so or, she doesn't know. Or if I eat a bag of Cheetos, like like a, I, out of the vending machine here, for example, yeah, yeah. and I have it in my car on the way home, I'll either leave it in the car because she doesn't go in my car, or, or I'll throw it in the trash can outside so that she doesn't see the Cheetos. You <laughs> know what are you doing eating Cheetos? You know you're not the first person to do that. Is that what being married is hiding? food from your significant other and, like, hiding evidence? Look, that's your own problem. Is that what it is? That that's that has nothing to do with being married. That's my own problem of, like, just not wanting to get in trouble. No, uh, but and, I, several people I know, my friends, too, like, will hide wrappers places or, or be like, listen, <laughs> uh, don't tell my wife I had a burger for lunch, okay? We If we she asks, I had a salad. I'm like, okay, that's that's weird, but okay. Well, that, that's what, you know, spouses are supposed to, like, hold each other up <laughs> and, like, make sure we're, we're, we're being healthy. My, my wife is pregnant right now, I'm supposed to like encourage her to do things that are safe and healthy for pregnant people. But right. you know, so if she's, you know, eating something unhealthy, she might be hiding it from me. And if I found out, it's not like I'd be mad. You know what I mean? It's no. but, but you get that feeling like, ooh, maybe I just I don't want I don't want to have that conversation. You know, like I don't want to I don't want to have the conversation of why did I eat chocolate cake instead of lunch. Did you ever like watch a show without her that you're supposed to watch together? I heard that's a big thing too, I hear it uh, it is. Like you watch the next one, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely a thing. That that's something you hide. Yeah. You act like you didn't watch it. Yeah. So marriage is all about secrets. Okay, I'm learning. <laughs> it's secrets and hiding. <laughs> it's and secrets and, and <laughs> hiding and deceiving each other. No, it's you know it's it's about unspoken rules is what it is. Okay. There's a lot of unspoken rules that you know you're breaking and it's like we've never said you can't eat fast food. Right. You know, we've never said you can't have a slice of Casey's pizza on the way home. It's just a thing where I don't think she'd be proud of me for this, you know? <laughs> so I'm just going to not you Not, ever throw, you knew who I was when you married me? You ever throw one of those at her? Well, we have this thing where we see each other's location on our phones. Oh, okay. And occasionally I'll get a text message, so Mexican food again, huh? You know, just like, oh, I forgot you know where I am. <laughs> She's tracking you like an animal. Oh, yeah, right, right. But once in a while, we'll check in on each other, you know. It's, <laughs> it's it's so if one of us like is missing, we'll be able to see where the person is, you know what I mean? Like where at least their phone is, you know. it's like But, but, but she uses it to spy on me, okay. so, and that's fine. I'll get her back one day. One day? Yeah, I'll get her back. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy your breakfast pizza today. I, well, yeah, I won't Matt, tell her. Matt brought breakfast pizza in for his birthday. Mm-hmm, I did. So I have an excuse. Yeah. Oh, that's your I, excuse. I don't today. have to hide it. Oh, okay. I had breakfast pizza. Really, should you have had breakfast pizza? Well, it was Matt's birthday. You know, I got to celebrate. I had to. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to eat three quarters of, of the breakfast pizza he brought in. <laughs> it's my fault, Kevin's wife. Yes. Thank you. Her name is Colleen, by okay. the way. Yeah, I know. I didn't know if you wanted her name up. there. You can there. call her by her name. Yeah, okay. that, that's that's fine. Yeah, Colleen, I'm sorry. It's my fault. I've said it before. It's fine. We're No no secrets now.
0: <laughs> Kevin and Matt, two comedians with their own morning show. Yeah, this won't end badly. The Morning X.
1: It's Kevin and Matt. 815-874-2104 is the number for the text line. If you want to send a text in literally about anything. But be careful what you type. In the text message, because this just came across my desk. Ah. Thanks to the wonderful Joey Dick doing his job, finding content. Uh, kids on TikTok are obsessing over outdated terms that make you sound old. Ah. Here's one. If you text BRB... Be right back. You are now ancient. You know, they change the rules on what makes you old by the day. They really do. You can't thumbs up a text either. Or that's comes That comes across as being a jerk, apparently. Oh, that's like... Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Like, like, eh, I I don't like the thumbs up either. Like, if you just if you if you're just thumbsing up to let me know that you saw my text, like in the in the iPhone, how you can like yeah. press the text and thumbs up. I get that, but responding with a thumbs up emoji. Well, if you're busy, like you know, uh, I'll I'll be there in fifteen minutes. Thumbs, thumbs up, right? I I can't write a whole paragraph to you right now. I yeah. get that, but sometimes the thumbs up feels like a okay, or uh, whatever you say. I don't have time to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, young people claim they never really use BRB. What do they say then? Well, they never leave their computers or their phones, so they don't have anything to BRB to. You know, it's funny you mention this because I got. Yesterday was my birthday. All right? Yeah. And I got a text from my friend Tevin, and Tevin is also Chelsea's friend, so he's like 31. Sure. This is the text he sent me. In the middle of the night, by the way, because. You know, I don't know why I work early morning hours. Why people text? They know that. I don't know why people text me at like (laughs) two a.m. It said, "I apologize for being late," kind of. But happy birthday, Matt! You're a hip boomer, if that makes any sense. Wow, you're not a boomer by far. What is that? People don't realize boomers are a lot older than they actually think. The actual baby boomers are are your grandfather, my grandfather. I don't like that term anyway. Boomer, I don't like it. It's derogatory. I think it's derogatory. And the young people throw it around like it's an insult. To, you're a boomer. Well, no, I'm just worldly, and I know stuff. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make... Like, you're, you're Generation X, which is the far, it's very far from a boomer. I could care less anyway. Our generation could care less what you think. Honestly, yeah. We don't care. But it sounds like you care a little bit. Well, I just don't like that term. Don't call me boomer. Don't call me bud, furthermore. Oh, don't call me bud. Kevin. I know, Kevin, you hate bud. <laughs> hey, bud. Somebody posted a photo of what using a computer used to mean in the early 2000s, like a shot of an old computer desk with a tower, computer, keyboard. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's even I got the one. built-in CD tower that That's the CD desk tower. always had, you know. And another person retweeted the photo and said something that resonated a lot with millennials and Gen Xers, uh, but that BRB makes you old. You know what's funny? That's what our computers look like here on that in that photo. <laughs> 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 He's not wrong. I have white monitors. We have, like, CD towers. I've been told that, um, LOL. What's wrong with LOL? LOL is out. Why? I don't know. I've been told, Here's here was, here was the quote, for a guy, you use LOL a lot. But how do, if you don't express that in a text, sometimes people don't know if you're joking or not. Right, you have to end a joke text with LOL. And then you're a dick. Or ha-ha-ha, Yeah, ha-ha. But who wants to type out ha-ha? I don't have to type out every one yeah. of my ha's. What am I, the Joker? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been told, and that, that was what it was, which felt, you know, which felt an attack on my gender. <laughs> For a guy, you use LOL too much. Yeah. Stop attacking my gender. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there should be some sort of font, like joke font, so that you can type that in the font, and then people know that's a joke. Like your joke font? Yeah. We should work on that. Because, you know, a lot of times I'll type something thinking it's a joke, and but and if you don't put the LOL, the ha-ha, it comes across as... Oh, How about funny. Comic Sans? Well, comic, yeah. Now, anytime we use Comic Sans from now on... Fine! Make is, it a roll! Which is, like, I think, in the world of fonts, the... The Joke one, anyway. The, I don't know, the, it's the kid, like the bastard stepchild of the, of the fonts. The Comic Sans, yeah. I always use Comic Sans in our face in our Facebook topic posts. I like to use Comic Sans, it's a quote unquote tacky font, is it? Yeah, it's like what you'd put up at work, like please wash the coffee machine. You put that up in Comic Sans, oh, on the I wall. see, like it's 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 basic B font. Well, fine, and I'm a basic B, but you know what. <laughs> I feel like every day it changes what the kids think is cool and what's not cool. And I know that's how it was back when we were growing up, but now it changes on the reg. On the reg. There you go. See? And I don't even think that's uh, the thing you're supposed to say Now anymore. you're hip Yeah. for saying on on the reg. I'm a hip boomer, sorry, Kevin. I said that wrong. Now you have a broken hip nah. because you said on the reg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you are a hip boomer. Congratulations on being <laughs> a hip boomer. A boomer. Thanks, Kevin. Take your hand off the knob and put it back in your pants. The Morning X will be right back.
1: 104.9 The Morning X, and I'm starting to feel like there is a world record that I could beat. Really? What, do you, what would that be? Usually it's like, you know, highest jump or like farthest this, you know, fastest that. But I've... Uh, oh, just, you couldn't do highest jump. I don't think you could no, do no, that. No, no, not in a million years. But the one that just came up, there is a now a world record for a guy chugged a cup of coffee in three seconds. Uh, how How big is the cup? It looks like like my mug in studio here is a 12-ounce cup. It's, right. It's big for a cup of coffee. It looked like a regular-sized coffee mug, like from a diner. Okay. Um, and he chugged it in three seconds. I say weak sauce. Yeah? I say weak sauce. I say I could beat three seconds for chugging a cup of coffee. I don't know. I mean— It doesn't say how hot it was uh, when it was done. True. Um, but I bet I could do it. Coffee is nothing going down for me. Nothing. But It's it, like water. Are you good at chugging things? Like, I've done many of the. Uh, well. You ever done a shot? Yeah, I'm not good at them. I'm not good at shots. You do it the same way you do a shot, just down. Yeah, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I mean, it'll be a horrible, horrible heartburn later. But it, oh, it, God. You know, just the one cup, though, it's not like he has to do a bunch of them. It's one cup. Does there have to be like a, a fishy officiant on hand, like an official Guinness book? For of, it to get into Guinness, yeah. Like a world record person to be there documenting it? Yeah, there has to be a whole, there has to be planned. There has to be like very specific guidelines yeah. uh, in place. And uh, he did it. There's a video of it. And um, wow. I it, mean. Yeah, it doesn't say how hot it was. Uh, it doesn't mention that requirement. The Guinness website Oh, well. doesn't mention the requirement. So it seems like a rule that could open up to a lot of uh, like throat burn lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I could see that happening. The previous record was 3.17 seconds. So he beat it by five one hundredths of a second. Wow. And how do you know when it's fit? Like, I guess you just look at the cup. Like, you put it down and look. Yeah, I don't know when the clock starts when and when stop? it ends. Yeah. Because it looks pretty quick in the video. Like, just up and down. You know, I should watch this video. It looks pretty quick in the video. Like, I mean, they, they show him pouring it. They show him pick it up. And then he takes it down. Like, he's doing just a little, like, lemon drop shot. It's just boom. But it seems like it's quicker than three seconds, even. Well, there he goes. Yeah. I'm watching. It's fast. But I could do that. I could beat this. Yeah, I mean, really, you want to try? Do you actually want to try this? Uh, look, it sounds like a video we could do. All right, <laughs> all... where you scold your entire face and your throat. Oh, I, I yell at my face and throat for, oh. for being naughty? No, I mean scold, scolding hot. No, no, that's still the same word as yelling at somebody. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? You know what the real word is? What it's is it? scald. Oh. S-C-A-L-D, scald. Is it for real? <laughs> yes. Scold <laughs> is when your parents yell at you. So scold and scald. We don't say that word in this house, young man. That's scolding. Scalding is tss- ah! Those words are too <laughs> close together for me. Like though it's the same word. Uh, well, there you go. Tomato tomato. I say we I say we got a video. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, You're doing it. Well, I can't do it. Well, time it. I'll bring a change of clothes in case of spillage. Yeah. I would if I was you. We'll see if I can break this this record. I'll <laughs> dial nine one and then you start, and then you start, and then I'll dial the other one.
0: It has a certain effect.
1: I'll tell you what the effect is. It's pissing me
0: off. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt. Uh, also, uh, in the
1: NFL this weekend, uh, you got Texans and Ravens. And you know what? I'm going to call an upset right now. Texans over the Ravens. Never happened. Have, did you, have you seen this C.J. Stroud kid, the, the kid that we passed on in the draft? <laughs> He's really good. Everybody we pass on. Everybody we pass on. But this guy looks like the real deal. Uh, anyway, Packers at 49ers, Tampa at Detroit. Who would have thought that? Hey, here's your playoff matchup. Tampa versus Detroit. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, and then uh, the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. It rubs
0: the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. They
1: should play that on the video board before the game starts.
0: <laughs> Agreed.
1: I think. The whole movie? Yeah, well, no, just that part. Just, if, well, like for like the, a couple hours that fans are kind of, you know. Just uh, <laughs> play Silence of the Lambs. Fans are kind of coming in. Yeah, just have that on the Jumbotron. How about just like a continuous loop of him dancing in front of the mirror? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, God, we're sick. And then uh, in hockey, uh, the Blackhawks 2-1 over San Jose. Uh, the Hawks play Buffalo tonight, but not the Buffalo Bills. Just regular it Buffalo. rubs
0: the lotion on its <laughs> skin or else it gets the hose
1: again. puts the puck on the ice or it gets the hose again. Um, If I were an announcer for the Buffalo Bills, I would just throw that in uh, every now and then. I'd be like, you know what? He was wide open for the pass, and the quarterback, he just put the lotion right in the basket. (laughs) I would love it if somebody did that. If I was an announcer, I would bet my buddy like in the booth that I dare you to say that. That's something I would do. I can weave it in once per we, game. I, I bet you 100 bucks. I, yeah. He put the lotion <laughs> right in the basket. That's great. <laughs> uh, ice Hogs play uh, the Wolves on Friday at home, finally, at the BMO. Um, $2 beer night, you got X marks a spot night. It's a night you want to be at. Yeah, Lou's going to be out there in the lobby. Stop by and see him before the game. Get yourself a QR code to sign up and win some stuff. And That's Sports in 60, powered by Buffalo Contracting. They put the lotion right in the basket. <laughs> Roof siding windows where excellence is our edge.
0: It's Kevin and Matt. This may be the biggest thing that's ever happened. On 104.9. Somebody made a big mistake. The Morning X. Anybody want it's Kevin and Matt on the Morning X. Eight
1: oh nine on the Morning X on a Wednesday morning, the seventeenth of January. It's Kevin and Matt. That's Matt. I'm Kevin. Yes, uh, there's a difference between us. There is, although our voices that they say sound similar. I know. Well, you know, like I said, should I do like a low voice all the time? I can't keep that up. I know. I mean I think my voice is slightly deeper than yours. I mean just slightly. Well but, I told you what I sound like. I sound like the whitest person on earth. Yeah, we have established this. You're the voice that when you know, Def jam comics make fun of white guys' voices, uh, that's your voice. When Eddie Murphy does, Yeah. When when Eddie Murphy does like the white guy voice, that's you. I'm like, who wants to see me dance? But right. that's me. That's Matt Hall. But I'm I'm not far behind as no, far as that close, goes. Like, yeah. like like if you weren't in the picture, I would have the title. For, yeah. for sure <laughs> dorky dorky white guy voice dorky dorky white nerdy guy yeah well that's that's who we are you know we can't we can't I'm supposed to be like the cool rock guy though you know we're no, on the rock no, station you're not. no you, there's no requirement we're not supposed to be cool like let me give you a little secret. Not a single person who has ever been a radio host on a rock station is a cool rock guy. Like if you would have told me in high school when I was sitting at the loser table, <laughs> that, you know there's tables in high Was your high school divided up into cool tables and loser tables at lunchtime? I don't know. I just going to sat where I wanted. Well, we had, well, there was a class system. <laughs> at my school, there usually is, but I just—I had a group of friends who I sat with, and I don't know if we were the losers be, or not. If Probably. you would have told me that one day I would be on this rock show, on the most, the greatest rock and roll morning show in the history of rock radio, I would have, you know, that's true. It is disagreed with you back yeah, then. We, we are we are crushing all competition all across the country. It's, it's the greatest show in the history of radio. That's right. It's this show. We are what they call radio gods. Uh-huh. Yeah. So watch out for us. Look out for these guys. We're going places. <laughs> First, Rockford, tomorrow, Machesley rock Park. Ton. Yeah, yes. Rock Yeah, <laughs> Rock See all the rocks. Yeah, Rock Tun, Rock Valley, Rock. Yeah. Ford, Rock R- Island. Rock River rock. disposal. <laughs> right, exactly. We're all over. <laughs> uh, today, Rock Ford, tomorrow, Rockefeller. How about that? Oh, there we go. From Rockford to Rockefeller. New York dreams. <laughs> yeah. Things that'll never happen for 500, please. <laughs> You never know. (laughs) Oh,
0: correct. Awesome. Take your hand off the knob and put it back in your pants. The Morning X will be right back. Question.
1: Yeah. These are the important decisions in life. And on this show, we like to cover the important issues, the heavy things that are weighing on people's minds. The do I choose this or do I choose that? It's an election year. We got to start thinking about these things. So when you walk up to a door that doesn't say push and doesn't say pull, which one do you try first? Um... I'm more of a pull guy. you pull? Yeah. You want to try the pull first? Uh, usually, it's like it has a handle, right? Yeah, so. But sometimes it has a handle and it's push. I would say more often than not, though, it's mostly pull when you see a handle on a door. You turn it, you pull it. I can't tell you how many times I've been fooled by the damn handle. Oh, really? I'm going to try push first, I think. Well, we were just talking uh, off the air the other day. We wish it had, like... Life had those Star Wars doors that kind of opened and closed. All of them. Yeah. Like you push a button, they go up like super fast. Yeah. Like <laughs> Star Trek. Right? And they made the noise like, Shh. I just want to teleport into places. That's really all I want to do. You know, you think they'd figure that out by now. They'll never figure that one out. Yeah. That would make shoplifting really easy, actually. But teleporting? Yeah. You take just, something? You just tele- teleport into Walmart, then grab the thing you need, teleport out. Now, there'd be like a mass, like public teleportation kind of platform that you'd have to go in and out of. Oh, yeah, they'd regulate it just like everything else. Yeah, it'd be dirty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'd, be you like, know,
1: it'd be like the subway.
0: It <laughs> definitely, definitely would be like the
1: subway down there. There'd be people playing music by it, gum everywhere stuck to, the, stuck to it. Men are more likely to try pushing first. 52 okay. said they'd push. 51 of women said they'd pull. I'm just a guy, and I'm going to push it. <laughs> people in the Northeast are most likely to be pushers, Midwesterners. More likely to be pullers. Who, who who does these surveys? Studies this, and how do they know, and I don't understand. I mean, like, like you think about this, your job is to survey people on the most mundane crap on planet Earth. You know, <laughs> I ran into this problem, uh, you, I think I've told you, when I lived in Mississippi on the radio, I always loved working down there, uh, my boss made us be in the town Christmas play. It was uh, a Christmas story, or not a Christmas story, uh, a Christmas carol. Oh, fun. Who were yeah. you? I was, uh, I was like a... a a miscellaneous guy, like I got thrown into several roles. Oh, okay. You know? And one of my scenes, you know that scene where it's like, uh, Ebenezer's like, go Timmy and run to the store and get the finest goose, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. So sure. I was the butcher, right? Okay. And, and the kid comes. To, <laughs> the scene was the kid comes to the door of the butcher shop and knocks on the door. I open the door. I tell him to go away, and then I shut the door in his face. Oh, fun! Well, it was a door, and I was like, I'll just pull it. Uh, no, it was a push door. <laughs> so I pulled it, and it ripped off the hinges right in yes. the middle of the play. I like I'm the Hulk. Yeah. I just ripped it off. And that kid stood there and stared at me because he didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what to do. So you have to go with it. Yeah. And then the curtain just fell. Get out of here, kid. I'm having a horrible day. Yeah, I was like, get out of here. And then then the curtain went down. I was like, oh, well, I just ruined the play. Nice. (laughs) Well, I was going to help you, but now i got to reattach my damn door thanks to you. Well, you know, they should have put, hey, someone should have said to me beforehand, why don't you push this thing? And who has a push door? It's a pull. You open the door, you pull it. Is this the first time you ever ran the whole... Play with the door or what? Yes, it was. Okay. It was opening night. Oh, you never did a dress rehearsal with the door? I, I don't think so. I don't remember. You know, I don't know. I had been drinking, too, before the play. I just got, ah. I just gotten fired like a couple days before. And they still made you do it, the made, play? Well, I couldn't bail, dude. Like, yes, I was, you could. No, I couldn't. Oh, my God. If this company was like, we're doing a play, and we're all getting ready for it, and then they fired me two days before the play, guess who's not showing up? I don't care how big or small my role is. You're not getting me to do that it, stupid-ass play. It wasn't the company play. It was the town play right, that we were supposed your, to be in. But your boss was making you do it. Yeah. So I would say, guess what you just did? You just screwed the whole company. Uh, and the whole cast of the play because I'm not going to the dumb play that you want me to be in. Well, I was I was a sport. Uh, you I, shouldn't have been that much of a sport. The funny part was it was the night they were DVDing it, like filming it for the DVD, so it's on video somewhere. <laughs> I need to see this. <laughs> I need to see angry Matt Hall screaming at Tiny Tim, ripping doors off the hinges. Yeah, well, I shouldn't have been drinking <laughs> yeah, to start.
0: <laughs> They're the B team of radio. If B stood for brilliant. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. It's Kevin and Matt on the Morning X.
1: We got new station swag gear. We did. I noticed that. I was left here on my chair today. A new hoodie, a new hat, yeah, and a new uh, refreshed same shirt. Only now two sizes bigger for me. <laughs> You've grown. You've grown since your time. Since here. I got here and they gave me my first station shirt, I've gone two sizes up. <laughs> And I don't know whether to feel proud or embarrassed by that, but it's uh, something that had to be done. Ah, feel proud. It's not like they looked at me and said, oh, he needs two sizes bigger. I told them. No, I, you, you I put need, your size down. Uh, I need two sizes bigger, please. <laughs> I'm not saying the company was like, look at this fat ass. Look at this guy. No, I'm not saying that. No, it was uh, it was my own fault, and I had to request the bigger size. Well, you know, extra cheese tastes good on everything. So. There, be, there comes a time in every man's life when he has to, to just admit it and buy bigger stuff. Yeah. And you know, right now that time is 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 now for me. Well, you can always lose the weight again. Oh yeah, you, I definitely could. I know how. I've done it before. You've done it. You can do it. It's just that you know, I'm I'm depressed and want to eat good food. Right. Maybe <laughs> maybe you suffer from low T, like the commercials say. Yeah. Uh, are you a man over forty? I mean, it's possible. I am over forty now. I could be, maybe I should call 4 dot or whatever. And Vetas <laughs> Shit like it too. <laughs> Is that Frank I, Thomas? I love when they say that. <laughs> Is that Frank Thomas? Uh, it's like, yeah, I think it's Frank Thomas. That's what he says in the commercial for sure. What, uh, if, what if the lady's like, I don't want it. I would, I would like it when he had low. T- I liked it better when he had low tea. He left me alone. You know no, nobody's like <laughs> nobody. Nobody's like, I feel depressed and stressed out. Give me some kale. Yeah, kale's gross. Nobody says that. They say, ah, you don't feel good right now. A whole pizza, or right. a, or a whole large onion ring. From Burger King. I'll say when I'm having a bad day, which is a lot of days, <laughs> I I find myself in a drive thru somewhere. And yeah. that's how I justify it. Yeah. Although there is a you know, like if you know how to cook, there's some good food you can make at home too. Not good for you, but good. Food. I don't know how to cook. I could do a little crock pot cooking, but other there you go. than that. Crockpot, pot maybe a little air fryer cook in there i love my air fryer, dude i love that thing i'm glad i'm glad you do a gift from me to you a used gift although it's not a, a it's a generic air fryer it's not the air fryer brand was air fryer a brand name i think so yeah i didn't know that yeah but, this is like a uh like dumpster yeah, it's whatever the generic version of it is. like is a, that, what think, you give me like dumpster and mace and, a and Conve- taser, a convetco and- or something some weird name well yeah, yeah i mean there an the, the air fryer is just a thing and there are many brand names of it yeah is there like a main air fryer brand no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, like we have Ninja at my house, which is like an air fryer slash toaster slash a bunch of other stuff. Okay, it's you a know. ninja. Yeah, it's, it, it's just a, cool. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, all to feed my depression, <laughs> which is why I'm two sizes bigger in the radio station gear. <laughs> Although they did shrink down the hat size, though, so uh, that's good. That's a problem because my head definitely not get any smaller. Well, maybe in a few years, they'll just give us like tarps to wear, or mumus or something. Here it's a sheet <laughs> with a hole cut out. You just put your uh, put it over you, drape it over you. Oh, I'm falling apart. <laughs> we <laughs> couldn't find a size for you. so here's a here's a bed sheet. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's someone my age should not be putting on weight like I am. It's not good. It's not healthy, and uh, I need to take care of it. But for now, I'll just uh, wear this. 2X station gear. <laughs> We're going to have togas from now on, like just wrap, wrap sheets around us. Yeah. Two guys,
0: Two guys. one show. One show. E- everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt.
1: It is Kevin and Matt at 810 on The Morning X, 815 874 2104. Kevin Haas joining the show as well. Good morning. Three guys, one show. That's welcome, something. Welcome back aboard. Uh, we got a text from the seven seven nine we were kind of ripping on ourselves earlier. I was ripping on my appearance yeah, just being an overweight dawry <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we got a text from the seven seven nine here. I don't like hearing you guys rag on yourself on the air gentlemen. Many of us have seen your face in videos only a small fraction of us vomit. ha <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that text. I I needed a good laugh. That was good. All right. It's only a small amount of people. (laughs) That was a well-executed roast, wasn't it? It was. was. Props to the (laughs) (laughs) 779. Set up nicely. We do have funny listeners. We we really do. Uh, Those are the people that get us. My favorite thing about them is that they hate you. No, (laughs) come on. (laughs)
0: They
1: hate you more than me. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Most people love Matt, hate me. That's just that's that's a dynamic. You have have to pick one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get it. I thought I was likable. Yeah. Like you know, my mom lied to me my whole life.
0: your hand off the knob and put it back in your pants. The Morning X will be right back.
1: 104.9, it's the Morning X. Kevin and Matt show the greatest morning show in the Tri-County area. The Tri-County area? Yeah. <laughs> Is this the Tri-County area? I don't know. Do we have a Tri-County area? I think that's in the, in New York, isn't it? Now we have a Tri-County. Okay, <laughs> there's Winnebago, right? Well, there are three counties. that touch each other. Sure. But this this isn't the Tri-County. Nobody refers to this as the Tri-County area. <laughs> well, I am. If, if anything, they call it the state line. The state line area? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. state line, tri-county. Well, well, our old boss here wanted us to start calling it the upstate, and people are like, that's dumb. Oh. Yeah, they wanted us to call it the upstate. No, state line sounds better. <laughs> right. Right. This isn't New York. We don't say upstate Illinois. Upstate Illinois? There's no. nothing wrong with state line. It already had a name. So, Northern Illinois. So that did not stick. No. Okay. The, well, the upstate didn't stick. <laughs> no no matter where you are, um, uh, listening from. We, we appreciate you out there. Yeah, absolutely. What are you doing? Chime in. eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. That's the text line. Alright, so Kevin, uh, Pat Sajak is in trouble uh, because I guess he told a contestant to shut up. <laughs> what did he do now? Come on. Well, um, here, uh, put me in the audio here, and this is Pat Sajak uh, on the show.
0: <laughs> According to my math, by 200... <laughs> oh. <laughs> You didn't mean that personally. No, never. According to my math, by $233, you are the winner, $11,900. Oh, shut up. Okay. That's uh, been a big phrase.
1: <laughs> so people are saying he told her to shut up, but he didn't tell her to shut up. She said shut up. No, he said it, but it was like a not not shut up as in. You shut up! It was like when somebody like, oh, shut like when somebody says, "Oh my God!" It, it's like that. Going, shut up! You know, if you're a contest, if you're a host of like the Price is Right or Wheel of Fortune, it's got to. After a while, you got to just be like, "Oh God!" There's a trend of, of people like taking Pat Sajak out of context yeah. and making it seem like he did something wrong. Then you click the article, and it's like, "Oh, it was fun." This for is show. last year. Yeah, I mean, it's a, this is this is just this is overkill, which leads know? me, Kevin, to the question: uh, If you were a game show contestant, which one are you picking? What, what would you, what show would you do the best on? It's always been Wheel of Fortune. Every time I watch Wheel of Fortune, I solve the puzzle That's before hard. any, before any of those clowns on the show, I always solve it before you them. You can get it? Oh, yeah. I'd be terrible at Wheel of Fortune. I usually get it pretty early. I went to Wheel of Fortune auditions. Did you? Yeah, I didn't get to go up and audition. Like, what you do is you go there with like a thousand people and then like a handful actually get to do the audition. It's really weird. And it's a random draw. So you just show up like a cattle call. Yep. And then hopefully they call your name. Right. Hopefully. And usually they don't. And what you do is you go up and you do like the you know the like the last puzzle on the show? Yeah. Where you pick a letter and then you try and solve the puzzle and if you can't in like ten seconds the next person picks a letter, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what you do. You go up and you play and, and like they're looking for personality, they're looking for somebody who'll be dopey and, and, and cute on TV. And if I would have got up there, I would. I probably I probably would have solved the puzzle, but I, I also would probably, like, they'd probably be like, we, you can't be on the show. <laughs> I, I'd be like, yeah, bitch! Oh, you'd get too excited, right. Oh, yeah. i get really into it. Hey, Vanna, what are you doing later, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I w- no, I will not make Vanna White feel uncomfortable. You know, I've noticed on TV, too, there's all sorts of weird game shows now. It's all celebrities playing games on TV. You know, I've heard they try to avoid... People like us, yeah. They they avoid media people. It's all it's like Jane Lynch, and she's hosting something, and like and yeah. like there's something called the floor, and the floor lights up, and like Rob so, Lowe. Rob Lowe hosts. It's like what's going on on television right you now? You can't just get a game show host job anymore. You have to be a yeah. celebrity already, which is BS. Um, but like for like the contestants, I think I've heard that that for like shows like Wheel of Fortune, they try to avoid uh, comedians, uh, people who are in the media, because you'll you'll try to monopolize it with jokes. Show. right. Yeah, you'll try to be like a bigger than you need to be to be a contestant. But all the contestants now are celebrities. It's like celebrity this and that. Yeah, and yeah sure. Play no, for and, charity and that's ever, fine. Have you ever watched Celebrity Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. It's They're in- all just trying to be funny and trying to like, it, it's the worst. Right. Give me some regular people. Yeah, I just want the dopey grandma. Uh, I want to watch the dopey grandma or like the professor. You know what I mean? That That's what I want. See, that's why you got to watch Family Feud with Steve Harvey. Family Feud's great. Because he gets it. Oh yeah, and, and and he he steals the show. He is he is the show. Are you kidding me? And if somebody tries to be funny, he'll call, call him out on it. Oh, oh yeah, you're not going to out funny Steve Harvey on that <laughs> oh, yeah. show. No way. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge huge backer of Steve oh, Harvey as the host for for Family Forever. Food. Yeah, and, and until he physically can't do it anymore, I hope he does. He's fan. He's I argue that he's better than Richard Dawson yeah he might yeah I've said this before he might be the best feud host there's ever been and uh, like I just I like to just go to YouTube and watch a montage of Steve Harvey moments from Family Feud It cheers me up yeah plus Richard Dawson used to make out with everybody you can't do that you can't do that anymore <laughs> if you give a dumb answer the look on his face is is priceless yeah. he lets you know. That's a dumb answer. Yeah, well, he'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's he's it's very entertaining. That's my kind of that's my kind of game show host. Ah, fun. I think I would be, but you yeah, know, I don't know. I, I would be horrible on Jeopardy. I mean, I, I usually know some of the answers, but I mean, those people know stuff nobody should know. Jeopardy's hard. I mean, really, the only thing I could do would probably be Prices Right. Yeah, because it's just guessing. You know, but, you could but just... but there are people who literally know the prices of things. They study. Oh like, yeah, for they sure. study, and like I don't know what anything costs. Even after I buy it, I'll go grocery shopping. I'll get home. My wife will be like, "Oh, how much did this cost?" I'll be like, "No idea." Uncle Ben's rice, fourteen dollars. I don't, pay I don't attention. know what it costs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, don't pay know what attention it costs for a box at of rice. Nope, I buy I buy store brand stuff because it's half the price usually. <laughs> and do you? Uh, and it and it tastes almost the same. Are you a generic shopper. Store brand cheese its. Nah, I argue. You got to buy the real brand of those. They're not. They're not the same exactly, but they taste fine. Okay. If after like two boxes, you won't miss the original. Oh, so you can just kind of, kind of, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, it's like listening to Megadeth when you want to listen to Metallica. It's, <laughs> I, just, I just say that to get under people's skin. That's yeah, awesome. that, that, right now there's some guy in his car going, Shut up, Dave Mustaine's a genius! Anyway, <laughs> hey, we put that on our Facebook page at the X Rockford, and uh, also you can text it in, what game show would you just kill on? Let us know.
0: Got a message for Kevin and Matt? Shoot a text over to 815-874-2104. By the way, texting a picture does not work with our system. So uh, zip it up. The Morning X with Kevin and Matt.
1: There it is. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the week. (laughs) Tool of the week. Yes. Uh, It is your tool of the week, and we are looking at uh, the stories again. Real quickly here, uh, we had story number one candidate this week was the lady who went in for a drug test and tried to pass fake urine along. But it wasn't fake urine, it was real urine. It just wasn't human. I mean, she gets crea- creative points, like style points. She tried to use urine from her aunt's dog. From her aunt's dog. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry ma'am, you have rabies. You, you can't... Uh... She didn't make it. She didn't make it to submit that as her test, but even if she had, it wouldn't have worked because they can tell immediately that what? urine is not human. I wonder how. And it's just certain enzymes, I think, that, oh, okay. that tip it off, you know? Not that I'm a doctor, but you know, uh, that wouldn't have worked. Then there was the guy earlier this week who uh, robbed some place with a gun Mm -hmm. and stole a car and then got caught because he stopped in a Waffle House parking lot, Waffle House parking lot to uh, watch porn. And the porn was on really loudly and somebody thought there was a woman inside being harassed. And uh, they called the police and they found him. Turned out the car was stolen and that he had a gun. uh, And he was a felon already, which means having a gun, big no no. Oh, there won't be any porn where he's going. And then finally, today's story was a guy that stole the Lamborghini and uh, didn't bother to think that maybe if somebody has a Lamborghini, they have tracking devices on the Lamborghini. And uh, he, instead of, you know, going to a safe spot where like usually sometimes you steal a high profile car, you you take it to a a dumping spot, right? A place where you put it, like a hiding spot. Yeah, like gone in 60 seconds. Nope, he put it in his own garage. So (laughs) they went right to his house, knew exactly who he was, and uh, he got busted. Yeah. Uh, So uh, we asked for your votes on uh, Tool of the Week, and uh, surprise victory come from behind, a dark horse in the race. Oh, I thought for sure it was going to be Waffle House guy this week. Thought for sure, but uh, drug test, dog urine, lady. No kidding. Is the winner of Tool of the Week based on your votes at eight one five eight seven four two one zero four? We did have one honorable mention vote for the guy. (laughs) Someone said, "I vote for the liar who said his science fair project was giving Viagra to a plant." We. We had a caller earlier today. Jake called in and said that uh, his science project was he put Viagra implants in plants and it worked. He sounds like he was telling the truth, though. I, that felt very truthful, it was to pretty me. convincing. But this person was insistent they were a liar. But nope. The winner is dog urine drug test lady. Congratulations, she is this week's tool of the week, and will be in contention for tool of the year for 2024. Oh yes, that's right. They, her name gets into the big drawing. It does into the big into the big prize pool. <laughs> It's uh, 1049 The Morning X, a whole nother pool of dum dums
0: next week. It went downhill from there. 1049 The Morning X. Hey, look who it is. Me down.
1: I get no doubt. It is Mike Peck, the supreme ruler of the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. He has joined us again on a Friday. Man, fancy that. Yeah. This is where you belong on Fridays. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, you too. It's always good to have you. We're reminiscing off the air about Far Side cartoons. Oh man, classics. These are pretty good. And what I like about them is the subtlety.
2: Yeah, and and there it's you know you have to think sometimes on it. Some of them you don't, but they're classics.
1: Yeah, some of them are very very uh, subtle, and you have to look at them for a couple seconds, but then you get it. And he cranked them out for years. Gary Larson. Yeah, like yeah, and then he finally retired because it just became too much,
2: I think. But he had books and. And everything ran out of ideas. You think or what? Like uh, how? How? I mean, <laughs> just the the wide spectrum to a be a cartoonist. A
1: lot of them were like cows doing something. You know, I noticed that. You ever know? <laughs> far Side. He, he was a fan of cows. He yes, liked cows. He was. Was cows in a in a field doing something. <laughs> but it was still funny, though.
2: Yes, it was.
1: It was still funny. Uh, I saw one of like Saint Peter standing at the pearly gates, and he's talking to a guy looking to get into heaven, and he's saying basically like. All right, nobody gets in here unless they can answer this question. A train leaves a station going 65 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. <laughs> like, oh, no, it turns out I needed math after yeah. all. Yeah. Did we ever Son need those God. word problems, though? Have you ever encountered something like that in your adult life? Uh, no, no. You know? Well, people no. that actually you know, calculate things for a living like that, they, that's they, true. they need that stuff, but I mean, why do I need it? I, don't know, I, I just get on the You've train. You've never
2: had to use that in your radio career? No. Not math. quite. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> math?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I'm talking about distance to get a place, I have a GPS for that.
2: Yeah, my phone tells me. Yeah, Google. There's this thing called Google out there. The guy who made the app, he probably
1: could do that problem. You know, More than the like The guy that. who made yeah. the GPS could probably do that problem. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a guarantee. Well, I graduated school before Facebook was invented, so uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure what I learned is... Is a mood point. Which, yeah. by the way, same here, and yeah. thank God. I'm yeah, glad that was, yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, we're part of a good stretch of people there who got both sides of the, the cookie there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> we were around before the internet. We saw the birth of it, and we, we lived in an interesting time.
2: The 90s was a beautiful time. It sure was,
1: wasn't it? That's Look, f- nowadays, far side cartoons. That's called memes now. Yeah. Right? People make memes out of existing photos. Oh, sure. And write something that someone else made up on the photo and uh, claim it as their own and get laughs on the internet.
2: So, Gary Larson, revolutionist right there, he, but, he revolutionized the way people do things.
1: He was an early memer.
2: Yeah. The, the, the original. <laughs> the the original OG of, memer. Of
1: memes. Yes, he really was. Now we've just dumbed down the genius that was that.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We built them up to be a genius, now it's uh, that happens. And turned it into... All the time now. Turned it into,
1: the face I make when I get to McDonald's at 10.31 and miss breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Hilarious. <laughs> yes.
0: It's time to drop the puck for Hogs Talk on The Morning X. Powered by Martin Exteriors. Voted Rockford's best roofing contractor four years in a row.
1: At eight seventeen, time for Hogs Talk, and uh, we are on board with Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs. Greetings. We talking a little bit earlier about Far Side cartoons, I just found one that has uh, a lot of um, medieval-looking people ice skating.
2: <laughs> Is this the ice? Uh, Capades?
1: It says the Ice Crusades. Crusades. Ice there it is, is. Yes, I remember that one. Ice Crusades. <laughs> yes, yeah, very funny stuff. It's funny. It's hard to describe it over the radio, but I, I think I think you get the point.
2: Do yourself a favor. Just look up a Far Side comic today. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you laugh.
1: Or try and travel back to the 90s and look on anybody's desk and they had the peel away calendar. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, well, today is a very special Ice Hogs anniversary, and I want to dive right into it because uh, on January 19th, Eleven years ago today,
2: a very special thing happened. Uh, there
1: was a game, uh, they were calling it Pink in the Rink.
2: The ice was pink. The Ice Age were wearing bubblegum pink jerseys in honor of Pink in the Rink. And Mike Peck was um, uh, the, anou- the
1: the in-game announcer. not Play-by- the, the, Play-by-play. Not the, yep. not the stadium announcer. The either. Mike
2: Fulta of that time. Yeah. you listen
1: on the radio, you would hear of Mike Peck calling the game. Or if you watched the footage uh, with the... <laughs> <laughs> This is this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened, and I and I love that I love that that you told me about this one year because we get to revisit it every year, and it's it's amazing. The best sports call in the history of sports calls. Um, I've never heard somebody get so excited. <laughs> Matt, have you heard this yet? No, I know there was a big fight. Right, yes, that there happened. Was, there was a bench-clearing
2: brawl. This was between uh, the Ice Hogs and Grand Rapids. Yes, th- this is or was the and still is the most violent fight I've ever seen. You know, sometimes in hockey, you get the pushing and shoving. Yeah. Sometimes guys are legitimately not happy with each other, or something happens, but this was bedlam. Alright, so let, let's hear some of the call, because it starts out they drop the puck, you know, and they, they start the play. It, it, and kind of it build up is, Grand Rapids had just scored. Um, they, they I think they went up 5-2 to two or something like that, but they, it was like their fourth or fifth power play goal. We had not had a power play yet. This particular referee had been pretty one-sided on his penalty calls for a couple couple games prior and that's kind of the build up to to this on the near side here we go beats is going to drop him we got to find the new now we got to fight back in the grand rapids side now here we go we gotta have a goalie fight carter hunt's gonna jump in here we go (laughs) everybody's gonna go hunt's gonna him with verazic we got ourselves a hollow line brawl Back at the blue line, Beach is still pawning a Griffin. Now going nuts back on off I believe it's Sean Malone, hunting Now everybody coming off the bench. As Beach. here we go. We got a bench clear. And the people
1: Hold, Hold on. I got to go back a couple seconds there because I believe it sounds like Mike Peck yells,
0: "Yes, bitch!" <laughs> Hold on. Let's hear it again. Off the bench. As
2: bitch, here we go. We got a bench clear. And did you pick up who the Everybody goaltender was off. that Carter oh, Hutton yeah, was bitch. was pounding on? We're no,
1: no, that. I I can't understand a word you're yelling in this. So that's
2: <laughs> Peter Marazic! I'll just read Peter Marazic, who is the uh, Blackhawks' number one goaltender right now. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, some more backstory, and I've, I've, I think we've also discussed this on air. So the All-Star Game was the next weekend, and um, the only thing we really won that night were most of those fights. I think we lost like 11-7. Carter Hutton gave Peter Mrazek two black eyes. He went to the American Hockey League All-Star Game the next week with two <laughs> black eyes. <guys. laughs>
1: I'm, I'm like, the fight is crazy. There's there's stuff everywhere. There's there's gloves everywhere. There, there's a fight going on in every corner of, of the rink. But I just like if in your position, like in Mike Peck's world, like is this the most exciting moment in your broadcasting career at this point? I mean, is this like because it sounds like it might be? <laughs>
2: um, probably next to calling a championship game seven. Yeah. Um, it, but again, you know, you know, it's game seven. You know, it has a chance to be epic. Like something like this, you can feel like okay, it's getting, it's getting tense. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Maybe there's a fight. So uh, Beach, the reason that the Griffins were so upset is Kyle Beach picks a fight with Riley Sheehan, who at the time was the top prospect in the Red Wings organization. You know, 20-year-old kid and right off the face-off. And Sheehan clearly doesn't want to fight. And Beach is like, no, we're going. And Beach (laughs) just grabs him. And just starts wailing on him. That's what you're
1: saying when, when I thought you said
2: bitch. You said, you said <laughs> beach. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, beach. Yeah. But it sounds like you're so excited about a fight that you're like, yeah, bitch, hit him! <laughs> well, what was so
2: hard about that was there was so much going on. And again, uh, uh, maybe a little bit more polished guy. I guess I should have been polished at that time since I was, I don't know, 10, 12 years into the broadcasting nah. career. But like there was so much going on what do you what do you call like what do you what do you do right and i mean the goalie fight you know usually if there's a goalie fight like that's that's rare that's like the centerpiece of what's going on it was for about 1.3 seconds because <laughs> after that everybody comes off the bench and the only two people that were not on the ice were the backup goaltenders because they knew okay these goalies are getting thrown out of the game so i i guess i'm going to have to sit here and Watch this whole thing unfold. Let's hear a little bit more. now the fight back in the just in the high slide. I believe is that Lalonde still going at it? Two guys on the ground Everybody's now. Everybody's still matching up. In front of the ice on bench, we got more fights. <laughs> Everybody on the ice here at the BMO Harris Bank Center. <laughs> before they took the Harris out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, before that they took fight t- actually knocked the Harris Bank out of the BMO. Harris Bank Center. No, I, okay. No, it
1: was it was like ten years later. I <laughs> so think. how long okay, did it take? Enough. Like after all, of a sudden it was like twenty minutes. They had to clear everything up, and like that must
2: have been a big long. Play. Oh, it, it, it was probably uh it was probably almost a ten minute fight, uh, and then of course they had to, you know, well pick up the gear. It looked like a a yard sale out there, and then the the officials had the, you know, task. And at the time we only had one referee, I believe. Um, what was the referee's name? I see if I, I well, I probably shouldn't even say his name. But it, so you had one referee, and two linesmen. They they had to sort all that out and give penalties. So that's crazy. Yeah, I, I think we ended up with so we skate with eighteen players, two goalies, so 20, 20 players. I think we ended the game with eleven players and a goalie. Wow, I, it, I believe is what got it was thrown out, huh? Yep. And that fight was only about it, it was halfway through the game. So we're talking second half of the game. You know, both teams were playing pretty shorthanded. Are fights less common now than they were back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still fights. They've they've capped it. You can only if you fight twice in the game, you get thrown out. Now used okay. to be three times. So that, by the way, also the highest scoring game in Ice history. history. Eleven seven. No kidding. Was the, yeah, it was Did the they fight. win? No, lost. Uh, lost. But uh. it, it was uh it, the Ice Dogs actually uh, came back. I want to say they were down like we were down like nine to nine to like two or nine to three and we came all the way back to make it nine seven and then we gave up a shorthanded goal and that was that was pretty much. right how can we make this happen again Oh man, it would be. It would.
1: Be nice. epic. Oh, and Matt Hall's gonna do some Machiavellian stuff, you know. Like, you know what the other team's goalie? I heard him say about you. Yeah. 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 you Have <laughs> ever down seen
2: Slap I mean, there's yeah. a couple lines you <laughs> probably throw out there. And now the arena MC is in the mix. Oh my God, and he's dead. Oh,
1: uh, I, I get knocked out. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I celebrate this though because of Mike Peck's brilliant calling of the of the fight and uh, the the excitement. You can't match that, man. I thought yeah. I, I, I love it.
2: Well, like, I, I appreciate it. You, it, um, I, I, do cringe a little bit when I hear it. Right, but you dog
1: yourself for it, but I, yeah. th- I think it's very entertaining. Like, and not, not in an ironic way. I'm not making fun of you. I think this is really like you,
2: you pump it up for me. And that's what it's supposed to be entertaining, right? right. I mean, that yeah. was violent, though. That wasn't just yeah. like, "Hey, pretty boy, you want to go?" You know, this isn't like <laughs> some, like tough guy and tough guy just because. Right. Or that was that was like out for blood. Yes, out
1: for blood. Were you at the game? Eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. Go ahead and send us a text. Tell us what you remember if you were at that uh, pink in the rink game in 2013, 11 years ago today. Uh, but we do have a game tonight. We do. Very quickly. we got, we got to talk about <laughs> tonight's game.
2: We got, Yeah, tonight and tomorrow, going to be great crowds tonight uh, and tomorrow. Uh, X marks the spot. $2 beer night. The Wolvesies in town those guys from Rosemont, Ugh. 7 o'clock start time. Then tomorrow night is our uh, Autism Awareness Night, uh, 7 o'clock start time. Uh, Going to be an awesome night. Iowa's in town, so great weekend. We have six straight weekends of hockey here. And Cutie Pie Matt Hall emceeing both events. Uh, I'll be there for a couple cute. of them, yeah. Finally, like it's been like a, a year. I mean,
1: haven't, we haven't had a game since last since year. Since last year, but it feels like they've little, yeah. they haven't been around. They have been home for a long time. So, <laughs> If you want to get tickets to the game, the BMO them. Center
2: box office, uh, IceHogs.com, or what number? 815-968-5222 That number again. 815-968-5222. Cutie Pie Matt Hall, what's that number? 815-968-5222.
1: Nailed yes! it. Yeah, got it. Woo-hoo! This has been Hog's Talk, thanks to Martin Exteriors, voted Rockford's best roofing contractor 4 years in a row.
0: Kevin, I think Kevin is doing exactly as well as anyone might have expected someone like him to perform in a position like that. And Matt, Matt's an okay dude, but he's a dummy. Somehow getting by. On The Morning X.